Okay. Okay. So, okay. so we'll just start. Is it's okay now? Is it's okay right now? The sound? Okay. Yep, yes. But you don't go start. backwards. Uh, just stay I was where you are. To relax a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you guys can start whenever. Hi everybody, I'm Karen Hartglass and you are listening to It's All About Food. I'm I'm getting chills right now and I'll tell you why. I'm actually in the Progressive Radio Network studio in Manhattan. I haven't been here for about four years since the pandemic. You remember the pandemic, don't you? <laughs> in some ways, it hasn't left us. And I just want to put out my thanks to Gary Knoll and everyone in the Progressive Radio Network studio. Dylan, thank you. And Sharon, who's been here forever. And Catherine, who's recently joined. There's a wonderful team here, and they do great things. And it's just nice to be back and have this opportunity to do what I love to do, which is talk about food, which is why the program is called It's All About Food. And I get to talk to many wonderful people in our vegan movement who are doing what they can to make this world a better place, make delicious food, make healthy food, and teach us about how we can all be, be better, be kinder, be more compassionate, and create a world that is healthy to live in rather than destroying the planet and destroying the life on the earth and polluting the earth. We can do better and we can do it with plant food, healthy, delicious plant food. And I believe in that from the bottom of my soul. So thank you for joining me and thank you for caring. And today is going to be fun. It's always fun, I think. But Today, I have a wonderful guest with me, Angel Moreno, although some may pronounce it Angel Moreno, yes. because Angel comes from Spain, and he is the founder of a restaurant that's been here in New York for, I think, 32 years? Exactly. 32 years. That was October uh, okay. 21st, that's right. 1991. 1991. The oldest vegan restaurant, yeah. perhaps, in Manhattan? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, welcome, and thank you for coming in the studio to chat with me. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me here. I am <clears throat> really excited. Yeah. Good. Okay, Angel, I want to ask you first, who are you? Or I might say, ¿Quién es Angel Moreno? But we can't speak Spanish here. We have to speak English, although I'm trying to learn Spanish because I think it's a very important language. But you come from Spain. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Spain, Madrid, uh, yeah, in, in uh, 1949. <coughs> okay. And then... We don't have to do the math. You're just looking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just I'm proud to be alive. 1949, right. 74 years. I mean, amazing. Things have changed yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everything is, seems like it's changing constantly now, rapidly. rapidly you know? just, uh, it's great. It's very exciting all of it, to know how to handle all of these changes. Uh, unpredic unpredictable, everything. So it's very exciting. Well... The reason why I wanted to talk to you is not just to thank you for creating Caravan of Dreams, which has been in Manhattan for so many decades and nourished so many of us in the way that I think we should be nourished. And, that, and there's all kinds of vegan food out in the 21st century today. And there are plenty of little vegan fast food restaurants in Manhattan that I don't go to. 
I like what you're doing, and I like what you've been doing all the time. So I want to thank you for that. And I want to talk about the restaurant and how you've created it. But first, let's go back to Spain. Okay. And when did you become a vegetarian, a vegan? How did you get involved in the restaurant business? And I'm asking a lot of questions all at once, but how did you get this twinkle in your eye and this joy for life and positive attitude? <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. It was interesting because when we are in our 20s or, or, or when I was in my 20s, you know, I, I was uh, doing the 60s, you know, you know, it seemed like uh, you are young and you are you are trying different experiences, you know, with friends and, and some, you know, uh, excitements about uh, trying some some drugs uh, <laughs> and just to have some experiences with friends in the countryside and see what happened. I was always uh, pretty much um, moderate, you know. I, I had friends, they, they, they passed away <laughs> somehow. Uh, but, yeah, so it was, was good, and then somehow I felt during my 20s uh, that I was not belonging here. I was not belonging to the society somehow. Mm. I was, uh, because I was very idealistic. I want to serve others. I want to do good things. And then, and then I was entering more in society. And then I, I thought everything was kind of uh, recommendations. And then you have to know this person, this person to get this and that. Everything was, an, and also running, running to, get, to have a title, running to be important, running <laughs> to do all these things. And I was kind of a relaxed person. <laughs> I don't want to run. I want to have fun in my, in my way <laughs> to learn, to do whatever, you know. So then I, I was not kind of fixing well in the university. My parents, they were, they were okay economically. They could give us some studies and this everything. What did you study? I tried uh, biology. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I tried. tried chemistry because mm -hmm. I like mixing things kind of <laughs> like my father was kind of alchemist. <laughs> mm. And then I am a, kind of a little bit of a photocopy of my father in, in many ways. So so then I tried different things but everything was was very artificial, kind of like a running for a title more mm -hmm. than just enjoy the process. You know? So that's why I, I couldn't fix, I tried sociology because I like anthropology. That was kind of interesting, anthropology, wow, other tribe, tribes and this and that. But somehow no money, I didn't have money, I want to have some money. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow I, 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 was, I was crucial, the situation, and then a friend of mine told me, you know, we can be a pilot and, and just in three or four years we can have a, a, a title and go into an airline and get a lot of money. And this. I said, well, I can do a pilot. I'm good for, uh, for flying and I'm good for, for driving <laughs> motorcycles and mm. cars, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to have fun. And that, that is practical. You, you see what you are doing. It's not like a, you end up in an office signing. And it was very new and exciting back then. When you were young, right? Yeah, that was in the seventies, uh, and <clears throat> and then I tried three years, and then somehow the universe didn't want me to be a pilot because my total heart was not there. I wasn't. I just the idea was freedom mainly, to have money and then do whatever I want. <laughs> but but we are exposed to different energies. My parents, I want to please my family. I want to you know have money so. Everything, these energies lead me to, to, do, to try to be a pilot. But 
in reality, I think when we are not really putting ourselves in with our heart in what really want to do, the universe give you difficulties somehow. <laughs> right. They had other plans for you. <laughs> and then somehow uh, the, the system changed in Spain and, and then the, after almost ready to become a second pilot in Iberia Airlines, and, and they asked me for another three or four years more. I was one year in Iberia Airlines uh, flying for all over Europe uh, mm. as a third pilot, as a uh, doing practice in DC-9, 100 passengers, no? Amsterdam, uh, wow. Brussels, Paris, uh, Rome, and <laughs> very excited, no? But only we had 45 minutes at the airports <laughs> to, to they, they clean the plane and coming back home. Yeah, you want to see the world <laughs> and there's no time. No, no time, <laughs> except Copenhagen. Copenhagen was amazing, 24 hours in Copenhagen. Mm. We could relax there. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, so it just was was another experience. I don't regret at all. But somehow I asked the, the question, the amazing question, Angel, where is your heart? And, and the answer was right away, music, boom. That was music. The music, exactly. So because I start setting up cafes and bars because the music. In Spain, I set up four places before coming here. Mm and was cafes, bars. Actually, I thought maybe starting just putting music in cafes, and but then I get in, in, in touch with some great people that they open to be partners, and so we opened amazing place in Madrid in 1975, uh, and uh, we, we were 10 people, not for money, just for cultural things. Was a poetry readings there, <laughs> was amazing musicians there coming, Carlos Castañeda was there. I was wow, sitting here. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. A very exciting, ti exciting <laughs> time. And and now, after many years, we, you know, you see people, famous people there. Did you play any music, or you just like to hear it? I like dancing. I like, you like dancing. I, I like listening. Okay. And I like wow. vibrating with with music, and 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 then it's beautiful. But also, I I like playing drums. Uh, when I was okay. uh, a teenager, I was playing drums, a drum set, and then I got involved with the Sufis, and and then we play this drum dumbak, which is beautiful and it's more portable <laughs> for traveling. So you started a few clubs in Spain. Were they vegetarian? Actually, they were mainly for uh, wine and beer and tea. It was more just for you know, uh, not not really okay. food. Right. Uh, actually, I started. One was just some kind of appetizers and this, but not really. It was just mainly uh, drinks and, and having fun and talking <laughs> people, you know. So. <laughs> okay, so where did the, the vegetarian thing come in? Well, uh, as I told you, I, I, was, I, I didn't kind of, uh, I didn't feel that I was belonging to this society. So somehow... That, that put me in a position that I was kind of separating myself. And I mm. said, I will have friends. We will buy a home in a, a house in the country, in the mountains, and we will have experiences with freedom and drugs. Like and a commune or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I was just pessimistic within myself mm. somehow, and I didn't want to live more than 35 or 40. I was identifying myself with some kind of 
amazing writers there that they were writing about this and they they die very very soon mm. so i said you know i don't want to be if i use drugs and this and that i don't want to be old and sick so so then i just go before and then it's fine but then didn't work out <laughs> didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> because I, you didn't fr- die. <laughs> 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 and my friends, we were, we were separating everyone. They're doing their own things, and then I was getting a little bit sick physically. Mm. And then I said, "This is not working out." So somehow, because all of these things, I start becoming positive, and somehow <coughs> I I start thinking about. Uh, more just just like a tree is like uh, like an like an orange inside just pure in the body and dancing and be light and be healthy and you thought this you came up with this yourself did you have any people that influenced you you just started thinking this way yeah i started thinking that way somehow Mm -hmm. i changed from pessimism to optimism Uh, somehow naturally because was not working out the other thing and and I really I really want to you know be alive and healthy really who doesn't want to be healthy you know well there's a message there I think it feels better to be optimistic <laughs> than <laughs> pessimistic of course and you enjoy your life better <laughs> when you're positive versus negative of right of course and also you encounter things that you didn't even expect when when you become you attract right positive we, attract, things. we attract because we 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 want to do i i remember having a thought when i was maybe maybe 19 or 25 i don't remember but that time i said i want to be a good person i want to do good to myself and others and when we are young i think we have very psychic uh, energy and mm-hmm. we put that uh, those thoughts in the quantum field and then the universe give us all the tools to materialize them so it's it's what it's my experience that i'm not talking about i'm talking from experience no i agree with you okay so were you raised eating animals uh yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah it, and when uh, did you stop Actually, that was a progressive. Uh, uh, that was uh, I was still uh, a pilot uh, uh, in practice with Iberia, and and somehow my family, uh, you know, we di- we are we were not eating much meat or fish, uh, but seemed like uh, the protein, the idea of protein, and also coping the rich people, you know, after in Spain after the war and this and that. Even though I was not there, but uh, you know, uh, people want to copy. You know, the, the woman started smoking mm-hmm. and, and a coffee instead grain coffee. My mother was making grain coffee at home mm-hmm. instead coffee. I mean, mm-hmm. because it was no much money and at the beginning, and then grain coffee was barley, and barley malt. <laughs> yeah, and, we drink ticino <laughs> now, which is barley <laughs> and chicory. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that with milk and sugar, you know. Yeah, and that was cow's milk, but. But but it was not coffee, and then the coffee came, and this and that, and then fish. I mean, fish or meat almost every day, and this and that. And then one one time I had experience that w- w- uh, in a weekend we got together all all the family, and then my sister got married with with uh, with people. They were very carnivorous, and they were eating pork mm. m- many times, and then we were. We were having a barbecue outside or whatever with uh, 
and then somehow I didn't go very well to my system. <coughs> Almost I, I vomit actually because th- this this heavy uh, you know grease there. I mean mm-hmm. the, the, the fat and that was a calling call for me. The first calling call to say, mm, and then the idea of vegetarian came, and then you know I I stop uh, little by little, no meat and no fish, and then actually I was wondering because my mother was so ton- sell- telling me sometimes, come eat eat because if you don't eat you are going to die. I, I was a little bit afraid right, <laughs> of sure. stopping all these things. So so then because I was a pilot, I was passing the exams every six months about how my body was. So I said, I'm going to experiment for two years. Every six months, passing the exam, see what happened. And the, Brilliant. the, the, exam, the exams was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the blood, the red blood cells, everything. I said, yeah, wow. Were you getting better? <laughs> no. Or you were just okay? Yeah, it was okay. I was you weren't getting worse? <laughs> no, no worse. Right. Yeah, so it was very encouraging for me to lose doubts about um, being a... A vegetarian. And as a pilot in traveling, were you able? You were able to find food. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> she, she, I was going by somehow, and 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 then I become part of this. Uh, somehow, my mysticism, my my mystic uh, part of myself. Nothing by coincidence. I found this Sufi master in Spain, Sufi teacher, and they were vegans mm-hmm. pretty much and we w- we start going to New Mexico for the summertime in the mountains mm. we had a garden there that was 40 something years ago and so then then I stopped uh, milk and then I stopped smoking I used to smoke a little of bit of course all the Europeans used to smoke <laughs> 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 and then that, that was uh, took me you know a couple years pretty much to become a uh, uh, no smoking, unhealthy. I mean, I mean. So when too. were you officially vegan, and did you know there was a word for it? Uh well, just uh, was personal kind of uh, experience, and I was not uh, in, in a movement or anything mm-hmm. of veganism or anything. I was just very personal. I I found the idea of purity there with the Sufis. The, the word Sufi means purity. Mm. So the idea of purity mm. was very deep within myself. So then I associate the food like Mother Nature, and then the trees, the, the, you know, the, the, the vegetables, the, the, the fruits, you know. And I, I, I thought that we could, we could have the body within us like a fruit. When you open an orange, you see no one touch that. And, and the juices, they are there like our veins, you know, clean and running. And so I, I said, yeah, this is beautiful. I, so then all these ideas makes me keep going somehow. And then from 29 that I came to this country in 1982, I was 29, 30. Mm. And then I was involved with the Sufis, I mean, dancing and drumming and, and meditation. You came here in 1992? <coughs> 1982. 1982, right, because yeah. Caravan didn't come until, what, 91? Uh, right, 1991. Yeah. So the okay. first nine years I was just uh, dancing, pr- preparing myself <laughs> spiritually, actually, yeah. Yeah. Because the idea of Caravan up here, I mean, the seed was in Spain. I said, I will go to a foreign country. 
I will go to an English-speaking country and I will learn English and I will set up a chiringuin. A chiringuin in Spanish is like a bar or cafe mm-hmm. or something, you know, because I like people and I like serving and I like music, so always public place with music. And, and then the idea of, actually in Spain, I started learning about nutrition and there about, uh, you know, the protein and these words, you no know, carbohydrates and protein <laughs> and vitamins and, and this and that. I said, wow, interesting. So, so then, then from there on, I continue here in, in America learning. And then, actually, I was going to go to London and, and start something there. Mm. But instead to London appeared this Sufi master that they told me, why you don't come to America? because you can learn English there. I said, why not? <laughs> so that's why I came here. <laughs> kind of, because also I like uh, learning about myself, others, mm-hmm. psychology. My father had a book, black book with golden titles, said the, mm, the, the mysteries of human beings or something. <laughs> I said, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, when we are young, we, we get excited about these things. Right. Okay, so somehow you found this location in the East Village right. and created Caravan of Dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was actually looking for an apartment. I was, uh, uh, I was working in Angelica's, the herb store, not the restaurant, the herb store. Was, uh, was the same owner actually before appeared Angelica's restaurant and before, uh, yeah, uh, appear, that was one owner, that was the owner of a herb store, and also Angelica's. Mm, so Angelica was another vegan restaurant that unfortunately isn't with us anymore. But, but before, the one was big one on 12th there Street. There was a little one. It was a little one. So yeah. the, the owner was, I think, was from South America. Oh, wow. And he, he owns one, one herb store and across the street, <laughs> this little place. So somehow, uh, yeah, uh, Leslie was the... You know, Leslie oh, uh, bought with her with the husband the the macrobiotic was like a macrobiotic mm-hmm. place, of rice and beans, <laughs> pretty much. I think some tempeh was there too. Yeah, definitely. And then because was challenging her, her husband was challenging uh, with her health, and then they, mm. but then the husband died, and then Leslie decided to continue, and and, we, and then she opens the on Twelfth Street. Okay, I didn't know that history. Actually. Caravan opened also pretty much at that time, and she was coming to my restaurant and said, I heard you uh, you have organic everything, organic. I said, yeah, organic is purity, organic <laughs> is, uh, is very important. And she said, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know how, to, how you handle it. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that is one of my million questions. Not only the fact that you started so long ago and you're still in business with a wonderful menu, but it's organic and vegan and kosher and what else can we add to it? Pure. That's right. Uh, and and how, how did you do it for so long? Because it's so hard to run a restaurant. Yeah, I think it's just because I'm a hard worker also. I focus and I mix different energies. Everyone has different energies and we are discovering them through life somehow. So uh, music and then 
uh, nutrition. I got into nutrition and, and purity and food and and then the mysticism like meditation and this and that. <coughs> when the word meditation was not really much. It wasn't trendy. <laughs> you knew about it. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, so then I, I mix, like my father <coughs> mixing things putting things together, I, I, I realized how I was good for decoration, you know. I like to work with my hands. <coughs> so then somehow I was preparing myself with the Sufis spiritually and with knowledge about nutrition before opening Caravan of Dreams for almost, almost 10 years, mm. since 1982 mm. until 1991. And then I was cleaning apartments, and, and while, while I was here, I was just doing uh, temporary jobs, and this was was fun. Also, I was doing dancing with the Sufis and drumming, <laughs> and all these things, going summertime to New Mexico, to the mountains. And was about freedom and health, and also going higher as a person. <coughs> all of these energies together. So it's why I, I said, I thought in Spain I will go to an English-speaking country and I will set up my place. That will be an amazing place. So with the, my knowledge about nutrition, I said, this is going to be an amazing restaurant with the best food for health. So the sick becomes healthy and the healthy keeps healthy. That was the idea. And then it just happened one day I said, well, I should stop cleaning apartments and then <laughs> do my thing <laughs> somehow. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm just curious when do you if you even remember when you started the restaurant did the people come Yeah yeah right from right from, away? from the beginning just because miracles happened really you know I am a little bit crazy person and I I have some kind of confidence and certainty within myself that is going to work out but I don't know and I have doubts because I don't know. I was not ready with the menu, with things, mm -hmm. what kind of cuisine you want to do. And I said, well, Italian, Spanish cuisine, but I'm not an expert. I'm, uh, my father was not a, a chef or anything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and, and then was a little bit uncertainty. I mean, was a little bit, even though within myself I had this kind of confidence, uncertainty, but in my head was a lot of doubts. Yeah, so who were the chefs of the restaurant? And did you have to tell them what to make or make it vegan? Actually, because there weren't just vegan a chefs. few days before opening, yeah. appeared this amazing chef, Matthew, Matthews, amazing person. And he just he, he was, appeared. He, was, he just, right. <laughs> Actually, not, it was a miracle. And, and I was so happy because... Because it was perfect. And I told him, i like you to use this and this and this and this. I remember black beans, mm. <laughs> beans, <laughs> legumes. <laughs> and then he made the black bean chili. <laughs> and still we are serving amazing black bean chili. <laughs> and, you know, this, this guy, uh, was a menu, one page menu. Mm -hmm. Now it's four pages. <laughs> Did he think you were crazy not wanting to use animal foods? No, no, because he was coming actually from... Anne-Marie Colvin, Anne-Marie Colvin. Anne-Marie Colvin was, was a teacher oh, okay. in New York, in Manhattan. He has a school right? And for organic and purity and amazing person. Anne-Marie Colvin was teaching woman in the back of my restaurant about 
uh, raising the kids vegan, you know, mm. and it was just amazing. <laughs> Anyhow, it's just amazing. all the right place at the right time, and the universe led led it all right there. Yeah. So now, I'm just. I'm thinking about Caravan today. I remember it in the 90s because I would go to it, and it was a wonderful place. W- were there challenges over the years? Good times, bad times? Uh, do, do I even mention the pandemic? Of course. just um, Yeah, this is like a, a trip, really. And then when you have challenges, you are more in the moment because you have energy and you have to solve them somehow. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you have energy, and then you and like the challenge. No, but also was was painful. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm not actually. I was afraid. I said, "You are crazy. How you are going to set up a restaurant if you are not a chef?" Mm-hmm. I was a scholar for nutrition, but I was not a chef. I was not experienced in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So then, the landlady, when I rent the caravan of dreams, the place, she said, "Don't worry, uh, you will find cooks." I said, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I want to hear that <laughs> because I was a friend. Mm-hmm. And then exactly that happened. <clears throat> um, but not all the time. You know, at the beginning it was great with with Matthew. and But then somehow, uh, you know, things changes and was a little bit people working there, young people, great people, but more involved with some kind of drugs also. Mm. And I, I was... My Sufi work, uh, I was into purity. I kind of uh, stopped these toxins. Even even coffee, I didn't want to even serve coffee. (laughs) Uh, But it was a little bit extreme, but I I become more flexible. I said, if you open a public place, you have to approach to the public also. I remember someone was coming, you don't have salt and you don't have (laughs) coffee and you don't have beer. (laughs) What is this, a church or what? (laughs) I said, okay, okay. Yeah. But but then little by little, you know, I had a little bit of everything for everyone, except, uh, you know, animal food. So. so I was on an all raw diet for a couple of years around 2004, 2005, and Caravan was the place to go because you started adding all of these uh, raw entrees and the, your flax crackers right. and all the dips. It was a wonderful place. <laughs> And has that continued? Because I'm not really in the raw scene anymore. I'm still vegan, but I eat cooked food. Yeah, yeah, because there are different people, different energies, and some people, they go a little bit to extremes Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, health. And then mm, everyone has different experiences. I think it's very personal. These days I'm thinking about it's, it's better to have freedom and really have experiences and see how do you feel more than labels and just this mm-hmm. and that and then you are trapped with the label and then and then you know it seems like you have to continue because this is what they are going to think and this and that i think the labels connect with the intellect and the labels connect with the mind and the and the intellect and the mind when it's not connected with the heart is confused, limited, and obscure. Okay, this is profound. I'm just going to sit on everything you just said right there. That's the gem of this program today, what you just said there. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I've been learning these things from different teachers, and I I was getting clarity about about myself in many ways. So it's 
And then uh, it's true that the intellect I- in itself, if it's not connected with the heart, then it, we get confused and we get lost. Uh, okay, some of my favorite things about Caravan of Dreams, the restaurant, you have the best salads and a lot of them, nice sides, nice size salads. It's very hard to find big salads anywhere. Yeah. And Caravan is like the only place. <laughs> right. And you even have watercress, which I never see anywhere. <laughs> yeah, watercress is the highest uh, vitamin mineral content. Where do you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ju- just just learning and, and learning about nutrition. Anne-Marie, Col- uh, I mean, uh, Anne Wigmore, you know. Yeah, sure. And I remember uh, starting with, um, at the beginning, uh, this doctor has now this... Uh, uh, Brian Clements. Sure. And then I was he was renting a, a place in in the, in the hotels to teach. Mm-hmm. And then I remember he saying <coughs> one class <coughs> he saying he was saying the sprouts the sprouts <laughs> the sprouts they are the best food for the cells. They have three things: electricity, chlorophyll, and oxygen. Mm, okay. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of, they were kind of, and you know, the sprouts raw, and then and then the salads raw, and then and then David Jaff come, David Jaff come coming in New York with raw food, you know, and all these young people following him, mm-hmm. and then caravan, and they were telling me, you don't have everything raw. I said, well, okay, okay. <laughs> and then said, the salads, they have tofu, and the salads are not raw. I said, well, okay, they can become raw. I take the, the tofu and put it in another place. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, kind of uh, young people very involved with raw food. Yeah. And also I, I thought, yeah, I mean, fruits are it raw. It sounded and, good. And, and raw is, is, is why not? It's good. So then I was, for a while, for a while I was fruitarian myself. Mm-hmm. And then David Wall said, my brother was a fruitarian and got kind of, kind of problems with the teeth. With the this. teeth, yeah. <laughs> I Too said, much well, sugar in the teeth. Better be careful. Right? <laughs> Anyhow, so just uh, all these things happening. But, but David's job was great. We were making this amazing raw food in the, in the cellar of Caravan. You mm-hmm. know, these big trays, everything raw. <laughs> Parties of 100 people <laughs> there. It was just amazing. Oh, wow. So different, yep. different times for Caravan, different, <coughs> different times. Uh, yeah, so all of these things. But the <coughs> the foodies, the vegans or the raw foodists, they can be pretty outspoken. Like, <laughs> this isn't any good. You have to serve this, right? Yeah. They kind of tell you what yeah. they, they're demanding. <coughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when young people, when we are young, we, we it's easy to become a little bit fanatic without knowing. Actually, I noticed many teachers... Uh, they love so much what they are teaching that mm. they could become fanatic without knowing mm-hmm. because that is the best. <laughs> yeah. <And coughs> so I think we, we, in this time of changes, we have to be more compassionate to ourselves and also flexible to, to if we, our values, we should just pass it to people with love, always with love, no coercion and imposing things or making them wrong, you know. The Caravan of Dreams menu is one of the best, not just because it's vegan and organic, but you serve real food. 
And there's a trend now to get away from real food. <laughs> I haven't seen any Beyond Burgers or Impossible Burgers at Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just, just it's, it's when something when something becomes very popular, you know, is the money is more there, and and then people uh, get into the the, the train of. Uh, of uh, whatever is in, in vogue or mm -hmm. trendy, and then they see money and they see possibilities. The young people, they don't want to kill animals, so this is good. You see, right. Let's, let's get a chef that knows how to taste good and good presentation, but they don't know much about nutrition. Right. And this is what happening. <laughs> and then it's trendy, vegan, but but they don't know. And if they don't know, they don't know. <laughs> they, are w they, are going, they are going more for money, I guess. But for profit. Yeah, exactly. So then uh, is why it's important to, to have a base of nutrition or at least, you know, the basics. Uh, and then you go from that. And caravan, yeah, always I thought, what kind of cuisine within the vegetarianism? Actually, the first year, caravan was not totally vegan. Mm -hmm. uh, I had three items that were not vegan. <laughs> I had Monterrey Jack. Jack cheese, biodynamic from oh. a farmer. Okay. I have biodynamic milk, f and I had also uh, something else I, I forgot now. And then, and then the vegans uh, they said just just uh, eggs. I had uh, free sure. ran free range eggs for mm -hmm. for brunch. <laughs> <coughs> and then the, the vegans they were writing notes in my and, and then I was becoming a hundred percent vegan kind of. And then with my personal changes and some doctors they were saying eggs are not really that good and the hormones and all all the things the bad things we, we were doing it with the animals. You know, I decided to have a hundred percent vegan, clean food. And then what kind of cuisine before opening? What kind of cuisine? And then. I said macrobiotic, but no, no, macrobiotics too too much. So 30% carbohydrates, mm -hmm. I think, is not very... Carbohydrates are a little bit difficult to digest, and they are acid-forming, and this, hmm. I like to go more for alkalizing food, more more, more vegetables, more greens, more alkalizing food, because the, all the diets in the planet, they were more acid-forming mm -hmm. food, n even though with, with animal. You know. But, you know, the, the legumes are some kind of acid forming, but also you have fiber there and you have other nutrients. Anyhow, so it's why I decided to make my own cuisine, which is, I invented somehow <laughs> with the books. I I have all the books there from all over the world with my knowledge and using clean organic ingredients. Caravan came up with uh, whatever it is. Brilliant, I, I love it and I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. I'm still thinking that there is a lot to improve, and also with all of this uh, kind of crisis, like uh, 2001 was very difficult, and also the oh after 9/11, 2008, yeah, in the crisis, and also now the pandemic is very shaky economically uh, situation. But you know, uh, I I become more optimistic more and more, and I have less fears about everything in general, and I have more love within myself, and that uh, put me in a position that I am in a good a good place. Well, I recommend Caravan of Dreams to everyone. It's <laughs> it's one of the best, if not the best, and uh, this was true. 10, 20, 30 years ago, the owners that got involved in vegan restaurants came with that special ingredient of love. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't see that as much anymore. (laughs) So we have some newer vegan restaurants, and they're doing well, and they're very creative. But the connection with the owner, it it's not as intimate. It's not as pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just say the invisible, because I think the background. I I think we have. It's important to have a base of spirituality, but. In a good sense, not religions. We don't really. I, I don't think we don't really need dogmas or religions, but we need universal wisdom. And mm-hmm. universal wisdom is just very simple. And there is no dogma, but you have principles, you have values, human values, and clarity in the mind about what is doing good for yourself and others. And that is so good because then you don't have doubts, and then you keep. You have kind of a start that to follow. You know and intuition and all these things. So, um, yeah, I like this. Okay, we don't need government, but let's talk about government for a minute. So I just saw you at an amazing event. Dr. Michael Greger has a new book out called How Not to Age. And he's an old friend. I've known him for a very long time. And it was great to see him. And he was invited to start his book tour here in Manhattan, at Gracie Mansion, the governor's office, the governor's home. And there were maybe 50 people there. I, I'm just guessing. But you were there and I was there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And there were some other notable people like Dr. Marion Nessel, who has done incredible things in terms of how we think about food and politics. And uh, Victoria Moran was there. Who else? I'm name dropping. Just so many wonderful people. And... Angel was there. So that's how we coordinated <laughs> that chatting was today. To, to encounter you, actually, because I remember seeing you in fairs, in the street fairs, and, and just, uh, just getting, I mean, encountered each other and yep. all these things. And I, I know you are, a, you always was a warrior, really very committed. <clears throat> and always I admire you uh, f- from distance because we didn't talk much, but. Uh, but how fantastic was it to have a vegan event, a vegan book signing, a book lecture by a vegan doctor in Gracie Mansion? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And this is because it's time for that. It's and when time. it's time for that, it's time for that. And everything got together somehow, even though it's trendy and this and that. And, and we talk about that. But. But this, at the same time, <coughs> there is a value there. It's very important for the planet, for many things. And, and then <coughs> I think little by little, young people, that they were getting the basics for nutrition and knowledge enough to, to select more the, the ingredients for a vegan. Uh, so, uh, yeah, little by little, it's coming, you know. Okay, another change of subject. We are here at Progressive Radio Network, which was founded by Gary Null. And you were telling me earlier you had a little history with Gary. <laughs> yeah, actually, he was he was coming to Caravan, and then... Uh, this was, what, in the 90s when he was running marathons? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he, he was asking for a, a glass of lemon juice. <laughs> just, I said, wow, just lemon? Yeah, yeah, lemon juice. <laughs> it's the best uh, <laughs> for killing bugs. And <laughs> right. And then, you know... And then I had to talk here and there with him. I was passing difficulties economically the first six years, mm. really, and sometimes I was very down. 
And then I thought maybe someone with, uh, like Gary Noll, with ideas and, and knowledge about nutrition and also he, he's a very a warrior for all these values, can take over caravan and then I can relax because I don't think I'm <laughs> going to be able to make it. So I offered him to buy it, and and then he was just he was just kind of negotiating a little bit, and and then didn't happen finally. Yeah. And somehow was meant to happen, whatever happens. <laughs> and but it was good. I mean, uh, it's good because it was an interaction with when we interact with people. It's good. It's all good and perfect. I believe even could be pleasant, unpleasant, ner- tension, whatever. But it's just uh, perfect. It's all perfect because it's always an opportunity for learning about ourselves, others, and this. So you, like I mentioned at the beginning of the program, you have a twinkle in your eye. You're very positive. You've been running this restaurant, which appears quite successful. I know you've had some up and downs. Do you want to stick with it much longer? What's the future of, of Angel Moreno <laughs> and, and Caravan of Dreams? Well, just, you know, I, I want to relax sometimes more. <laughs> I want to have the responsibility that come from my heart as always I want it, not just because come from the outside. No? So the responsibilities always, I believe, should, they should come from our heart because we really want to do something and we are not pushing to do anything. Uh, or something. So it's why I was thinking, I don't know, maybe I feel like I'm doing it everything by myself for years mm-hmm. and I'm now more open for sharing and see what happened, you know. And then I connect with the Plant Power Metro New York, Liana. I feel more embraced. I feel like uh, we are more getting together now with you. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's good to go out. I tend to isolate myself a little bit. I work for work, but then it's good to go out also and, and share and talk with people. And then the future of Caravan, if I tell you the truth, I am more detached because I learned that attachments, expectations, and fears, they are not really that helpful. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> now we have to put in practice all these things because these energies are coming to, to, to us more and more. No? So then I am getting more detached in terms of what I really wanted is to keep giving that service to Caravan. So I don't know who is going to run it or if I will continue, if I will have enthusiasm and energy to do it, whatever God, the universe, because when we have good intention, mm-hmm. that is the beginning, and then see how it develops things. No? Well, I would like to see Caravan continue for a long time. One reason is because I've often said that our vegan movement, our plant movement, has been stolen, and it's being contaminated, and it's not pure. You use the word pure, but in the beginning, people didn't want to kill animals, and they wanted to eat this clean, pure food that nourished us, that was gentle on the planet and didn't harm animals. It was very basic message. And it's it's spread, but there are people that are interested in capitalism and in making a lot of money, and they tend to take a trendy theme and abuse it. Mm -hmm. And now we see a lot of investors 
making a lot of vegan products that aren't healthy, that may not be environmentally friendly to make. And some of them are really outlandish and crazy. The cell meats that they're thinking about making and all of these plant meats because the belief is that we can't get people to stop eating animals, so we have to make them plant meats. And it, it's a little crazy. Yep. And so our, our movement has gotten contaminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Caravan is like one of those pure places, one of those oases that we can go to. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah it w- I think Caravan will continue because the seed is very strong. And um, somehow, I totally believe that it's possible. And that will be, you know, uh, a flag and also, you know, to, for, for keeping doing, doing just, just, I mean, international cuisine, uh, but, but pure, clean, not very sophisticated, that is, that is healthy and, and nourish you somehow. Mm-hmm. So that is simple. It's not complicated and all the books are there all the recipes i get a recipe and i transform it to a veganism using my knowledge and tastes gre- really great you know <laughs> actually the, that was one place one plate in spain is, is a classic in madrid is um, uh, is with garbanzos no uh, and and but they put fish they put some mm. cod and 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 then I said, well, I can make it without cut, and just mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's a spinach and garbanzos and parsley mm. and garlic and this and that, and it's so delicious. Sounds so good. <laughs> so it is possible to make the recipe, and probably before they put meat and fish and all these things, they were originally maybe vegan recipes. <laughs> exactly, so, and then so they contaminated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, just, I think. Uh, Always could be whatever, but whatever the universe. Um, but there are different ways sometimes. But I think uh, when it's very solid values and solid, if we are a minority, whatever it is or not, that we'll see. But the idea is that everything starts from ourselves and doing the right things, and then that will transcend somehow. There are some young vegans or trendy vegans that say that some of the older vegan restaurants are old school. And I don't know what old school means. (laughs) (laughs) But Caravan has got it all. So you have fresh juices, which I love. I know that um, I had advanced ovarian cancer back in 2006, and I had a 10 to 20% survival rate, and I was determined to live. And one of the things, in addition to cleaning up my vegan diet, because I was already vegan, was I would have a green juice every day, uh-huh, uh-huh. every day for 10 years. Wow. And if I wasn't juicing at home, I had to, f- and I wanted to go to a restaurant, I had to find one that had juices. And Caravan always had the great juices. You also have wonderful smoothies and raw entrees and other, and vegan entrees. It's always very fresh, very creative. The great salads, like I mentioned, and I don't know when you started offering brunch, but I really love coming for the brunch. Yeah, yeah. There's a new, I'm incorporating from different chefs that I had. Also, I like to give freedom and creativity for people. So I got some some things and ideas from from them and, and recipes. I appreciate that. 
and you know um, I like also to combine good things and but the salads the idea of salads I said yeah the salads is, is the future the salads because <laughs> because salads is a meal already it's and, a meal and then you you know so so then that was the biggest why I, I had seven eight salads or, mm-hmm. or ten or <laughs> so many uh, yeah it's, 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 it's all about health and, and creams and berries <laughs> And, and you've also protein. been very generous over the years. I know a long time ago I used to have events, um, and you would offer like a gift certificate for the events. That was a long time ago. But um, you have parties. Yes. <laughs> that And some lucky people get to attend. So I was at your Halloween party this year, and... It was a party. There was no cost. <laughs> because I'm a guy from the 60s. I'm <laughs> a rock and roll guy. But also, you know, I, I develop also the mysticism. But but I'm a, a mix of different energies. And, and somehow I love parties. And I love improvising parties. And most of the time, they come very well. And, and I, I don't prepare much. It's just I invite all the musicians. And I end up having this... I mean, last Halloween music in the back room mm-hmm. <laughs> with this Persian band that I used to play with them for, for 12 years, you know, playing music from Rumi, all of these uh, lyrics, very beautiful poets, Rumi, Hafiz, Yunus. Mm-hmm. And then I played the, this duff, the drum, you know, and they were doing amazing. We were dancing there like crazy. I never thought about dancing like uh, beautiful, feeling really the music. And they were in the front room. There was Eric Pauline that he was coming from the beginning, you know, with his band. Now he's playing in Thompson Square Park uh, many, many Sundays mm-hmm. there. And so there, we know for years and we get keep keeping getting together back and it's great so so yeah well well the point i'm trying to get across if i haven't gotten it across yet is you have created a beautiful community it's not just a restaurant with fabulous food but it is a community and it is there's this wonderful energy there and you're generous with it it's just a wonderful space you've created. So I'm applauding you. I'm thanking <laughs> you. And it's so great to see you in person and be able to tell you. And I can't wait to eat there again. Oh, thank you. We, all of us, we created because, uh, yeah, just uh, everything starts from, uh, from, from ourselves. And then we, we spread that. So the idea is to have enthusiasm and passion and love. And things comes after. Is there a Caravan of Dreams cookbook? No. Ever thought about doing one? I don't have patience. You don't have patience. You could probably get someone to do it for you. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I keep moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. <laughs> I, I like moving and dancing and, right. and going out and buying things. And okay, my last question. When you're at Caravan, do you have a favorite dish that you tend to want to eat? Or you try everything on your menu? Actually, I'm, um, I'm surprised. After 32 years, I don't get tired of eating a caravan. Everything, it, it tastes better and better. I right? Say, what is going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm delegating more, and sometimes uh, I'm losing control, really, even though I keep the, the, the minimum, of, of, of course, of quality and organic and the minimum of standards. No? But... But yeah, I have people working there for 20 years, 23 years, wow. the same people, you know. And it's a kind of a family, and 
I trust them and they, they respect me and they, uh, they have been learning a lot. They are immigrants. Okay, everybody. If you're in the New York metro area and you have <coughs> not tried Caravan of Dreams, you're insane. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> I always like to say that this planet is insane and we do a lot of crazy things here. But one thing that you can do that's good is to nourish yourself, friends and family. Just come to this lovely, wonderful environment. And you might even want to look at the menu online before you go because it's big <laughs> and it's complicated. <laughs> There's yeah, a but lot to but choose also from. I, I have planned to, to have more parties maybe once every six months or once more every, parties. every three months. I yeah, like that. Yeah, because we get together <laughs> and it's fun. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm, I'm good for that. So... So, yeah, if you go to Caravan, if you want to be invited somehow to be in touch, uh, I don't know, leave uh, your, you your You follow email. Caravan of Dreams on Instagram. Uh, leave your email, whatever, and I have, there's a book there or a comment for comments. Oh, and, okay. And then, sounds and good. And then we, we can be in touch for uh, celebrating. Keep All right. Celebrating. I love it. Okay, everybody, this is the end of It's All About Food. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Maybe you got a little inspired by all this positive energy and purity. <laughs> the theme of today, the key word is pure. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Karen Hartglass. You've been listening to It's All About Food. Thanks again, everybody at Progressive Radio Network, and have a delicious week. Thank you, Corinne. You're amazing. Thank you very much, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.